Welcome to Mindful Sales Podcast. I'm your host, Anise Kizzelbash, founder of Mindful Sales Training. My guest this week is entrepreneur Helen Hopkins. She's the founder of Pudding Bridge, an award-winning specialist hire company that supplies the wedding and events industries. Pudding Bridge has been featured in the BBC, the ITV and leading industry publications. And her products were recently featured in an episode of Mr. Selfridge, the popular TV drama. So it's a delight to have Helen on the show this week. Helen will share with you how she started her business, some of the challenges she faced along the way and overcame them, and nuggets of wisdom to help you thrive. So let's head on over to the interview now. Hey, Helen. Hi, love. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm well, thank you. It's a beautiful, sunny day here in Bath. Oh, same here in London. Oh, uh, good. <laughs> lovely, <laughs> lovely. I see you're doing really well. I heard about um, your your. Uh, product appearing on Mr. Selfridge. Yeah, no, it's really amazing. It's so lovely, you know, obviously being um, quite a small company based in Bath, it's really fantastic to have such an amazing kind of national platform and also just something really lovely to talk about um, yeah. and the fact that our products have been on uh, such a beautiful programme, is, is, I'm really proud of it. Yeah, and so you should be. I mean, I love the, you know, the, the show and the style of the show and, oh, it's wonderful. So tell us, how did you start... Pudding Bridge, and where did the idea come from? What inspired you? Well, I've always been an events manager, and I've loved being part of the events industry for for years and years. I graduated with a fashion design degree, so I've always been really interested in manufacture and making things and how things are put together. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, I was working as an events manager in Bristol, which isn't very far from where we live. And I had my second daughter, and I knew that. I didn't really want the long commute anymore. I didn't want to um, be away from home as much as I had been. So I knew that I had to do something for myself on my own terms um, and that fit in with the lifestyle I wanted. And that's why I launched Pudding Bridge um, as a wedding decoration company. It was quite uh, different in its, its sort of first form. And then I was very lucky to meet um, an amazing wedding stylist called Kirsten Butler, the little wedding helper, and she mentioned that she had been looking for a specific product, um, sequin tablecloths, and we launched them together. And really, that was the really big, sort of the big kind of the game, the, the game change, as it were. And was putting bridge, and that's how we've become so big, really. Brilliant. So it started off as a passion, yes. and then it pivoted towards a need. Absolutely, yeah. And I think, um, you know, I was working part-time in Bristol to begin with and part-time in Pudding Bridge, and it just got to a point where I couldn't do both. And I knew I didn't want to work for someone else, and I wanted to work on my own terms, building something for myself. And I had to make a choice, and I made the choice to drive Pudding Bridge forward, and I really haven't looked back. Brilliant. So how, what, what was the final straw that made you decide to quit the job and go full-time? What was um, the tipping point? The tipping point, I think, was partly the workload. Um, I was getting more workload in both roles and couldn't manage both. And I also wasn't doing putting bridge um, to the best of my ability. You know, um, I was getting inquiries and only able to reply to those inquiries sort of at 10 o'clock at night. And I didn't want to be one of those companies which was replying outside of business hours and not looking professional and unable to take phone calls during sort of the work day. So... Um, I really was at breaking point and I really, our family had to make a decision and we all felt very passionately that Pudding Bridge was really the future for us. So how did you land your first client going back to... Gosh, my first client, I um, when I first launched the range, one of my very first products in advance of the sequin collection, which is the sequin tablecloth, is something called Booth in a Box, which 
um, three years ago, photo booths were very popular and they still are very popular. And there was a real trend for couples wanting to build their own, effectively their own props um, and build their own photo booth. So I created a kit of beautifully curated items, all you know, very much themed. In fact, the first theme was Great Gatsby, so very on trend for, for yeah. Mrs. Alfridge. So it was all about the 1920s, and I um, booked into a wedding fair, and I set myself up. And because my background is events fundraising in the charity sector, I knew a huge amount about wooing people in, about being very charismatic and chatty and charming. And at that time, the product was only £99. So it was a really low-cost product, a really easy addition for couples to, um, to add. And it was one of, those, um, one of those things that most people wanted at their wedding. So actually, a photo booth kit, which arrived at your venue, was easy to set up for £99, including delivery and collection, was kind of a no-brainer. So I went along to this wedding fair, set myself up, had an iPad to take the photographs, and I remember taking that deposit of £25 for the very first time, and I felt such excitement and such pride <laughs> because my idea was actually working. You know, There was actually a reason that people actually wanted what I was offering, which is just so rewarding in business, isn't it? Oh, when absolutely. someone actually says actually, I want your product, and I want you, and I like your company, and this is great, you know, book me in. And it was, a, you know, a real turning point for me. It gave me a huge confidence in my ability to drive the business forward. You said it, it, <clears throat> uh, that sale helped you become, you know, build your confidence, mm. boost your confidence. But I, I also noticed you said it was a no-brainer. So you had an absolute fundamental belief beforehand as well. Yeah, definitely. I think um, when I first started the business, I was so hooked on Twitter and I was hooked on all the wedding chat rooms and I could really see the need for a product like this and I think there is a real niche and in fact lots of other companies have now copied the product because they can see that for many couples it's a no-brainer. They want a photo booth but they don't want to spend hundreds of pounds on one so a hundred pounds investment is nothing to them. You know when most weddings cost at least 20,000 mm. you know it's it's nothing it's a really small investment and if people don't use it it's only a hundred pounds yeah so um yeah it, it, i think it was a really great product to launch with because it as i said it gave me a huge amount of confidence in the ability my ability to find my niche brilliant brilliant so knowing what you know now what yeah. would you do differently um oh gosh probably lots of things <laughs> i think um I think what I would probably do differently is I would invest more time in process and systems. I am a very creative person and I love pretty things and I love things to be really beautiful and really well thought through. But what I don't think through very, very much is the system side and the, you know, for example, like online marketing and e-marketing. It's not really my strength. So I think if I could rewind, I would really think through those systems from the get-go because the busier you get the less time you have to consider how those things can work really well and how you can really you know really take bookings really seamlessly and really quickly and really add you know add people to your email list really easily so to me it would all be about systems because the creative stuff comes very easily to me I'm very good at seeing a gap in the market and bringing products to market, but actually it's all the bits that underpin that that need to make it seamless for your customer and also easy for you as well. Yeah, yeah, that's so true, yeah. So what's your biggest sales challenge or what was and how did you overcome it? 
Yeah, I think my biggest sales challenge is um, I'm predominantly an online business. Mm. And I think, as I touched on in the previous question, um, marketing is really, really key when you're online because obviously you don't see people face-to-face in the same way um, as perhaps, uh, you know, an alternative business. So I think um, one of my biggest challenges was understanding marketing systems and making myself stand out from the crowd. I think I've been quite lucky in that my products are quite different and my name, my business name is quite different. So people do remember Pudding Bridge. But I also think that, um, standing out in in the marketplace so people remember you is quite a challenging thing to do and it's something I still find quite challenging today. Yeah, it's, it's different versus when you're in person versus online. Yeah, absolutely, because people will read things or they'll see a photo and, and actually if you're having a conversation with someone, uh, an open dialogue, that's, very, that's a very different sort of sales pattern than just showing them things all the time. Yes, because online it's kind of one, it feels almost on one way, but in person. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, in yeah. person, how do you find that easier in person? Well, I would like to say that I'm quite an engaging person and quite a charismatic person, and I like to really get to know people. And I think I've got this really, um, the, I've got a huge passion for my, my industry, and I love hearing about weddings. I love hearing what people are planning to do and where they're getting married and their bridesmaid colours and all of that. I love hearing all about it. And actually, I think people find me really engaging, and that's why people often book Pudding Bridge, because they buy into my business because of me. Whereas I think because a lot of my marketing is done via Facebook and on blogs, actually you don't really get the personality often with those imagery and that text, because it's a very different form of communication. I agree with you 100%, because um, I've, I've been facing the same sort of challenge very much being face-to-face, trying to translate that online. It's very different. Mm-hmm. But picking up from what you said, it's about you're deeply curious, not just about the people, but about the industry, and also you have extreme passion for the industry and what they're mm-hmm. going to do. So it's, about, it's very much about them. I know The irony about charisma, people think it's just about you, but it's actually about how you shine the light on other people, which is clearly what yeah. you're able to do. Oh, thank you. I hope so. I think um, you, you don't come into the wedding industry and the party industry unless you have a huge amount of passion for people celebrating what are wonderful, sort of, you know, wonderful life um, events, you know. And actually, if you're, I know lots of people book me because they say, oh, I just spoke to someone and they were so awful and they were so dry and they had no interest in, in me and what I was doing. And actually, this is all about celebration. It's all about creating those amazing moments. And I like to think that Pudding Bridge sort of sprinkles a little bit of magic on those celebrations to make them really stand out and make them really memorable. And I'm really proud to do that. Yeah, you're right. It's amazing. I can actually feel your passion. There's this thing called <laughs> emotional contagion where your emotion is contagious to the other person. And they ah. clearly feel that. Yeah, yeah. It's a psychological uh, thing. And Clearly, people feel that with you, so that's a really important lesson for for our listeners out there. <laughs> You're emotional oh. and being passionate about what you do and, and the industry yeah. you serve. Yeah. Um, so, top tip to get new clients. Do you have any? My top tip to get new clients are um, always remain fresh. Always, um, I think, because I do lots of mine online. In fact, I was just looking at my uh, my social media strategy for this year just before we spoke, actually, and I really want to really become quite fresh with it and really, um, you know, change it up a little bit. I think um, making sure you're engaging with your clients is really important. So I've got lots of um, lots of followers on Facebook who perhaps aren't getting married for another 18 months, and they might be 
umming and ahhing about, you know, putting bridge products. And I really want to, like, woo them into my family. So I think it's about being really engaging, really interested in what they're, you know, what they're about, asking them questions, um, giving them lots of interesting content, lots of things to inspire them, Mm -hmm. um, lots of ways to create that for themselves, lots of fantastic products. I think it's um, the way to get new clients is to be true to yourself, true to your brand, but also um, really see what your client really needs and really feel that need. I want my social media and my blog and my website to be a destination for couples who are interested in my products. I want them to think, oh, well, you know, Pudding Bridge will bring out, be bringing out a blog this week. I wonder when that will come out. And I wonder what it will be about. And, oh, I really hope it will be something really interesting to me. And I want people to feel part of the Pudding Bridge family oh. from the moment that they sort of sign up for my newsletter or um, become a follower on one of my social media platforms because ultimately um, we're a happy company. You know, we want to bring huge joy to to couples throughout the UK and I really want to help people create wonderful celebrations that they'll really remember. Oh, I love that word family that you use. Some people say tribe, Uh, some say followers, some say lists or whatever, but family is beautiful. Yeah, Yeah, I think... Um, I think tribe is nice, but yeah, I think I like that, that insinuates that um, that there's a leader and that there are followers. But mm. I like to think that we're all in it together, and that actually they are. We're all trying to create something for the greater good and and something wonderful as a team. You know, it's not about me being in charge. I love it. So I like family better. Yeah, I love it. I'm actually going to steal that. <laughs> Do lovely. Steal it. It's yeah. yours. It's really. <laughs> Um, I'll give it to you. Oh, please. Thank you. I'll, I'll, thank you. Um, oh, quickly, what's, uh, what's your top lead generation? Um, what's worked best for you? I know you use, do PR, you mentioned social media, blogging. What's work, what works best for you? Um, we're very fortunate to be in what is a really fantastic, uh, sort of a fantastic family of suppliers. So I think my best lead generation really is being on blogs. I'm in lots mm. of blogs and lots of uh, wedding magazines on a regular basis. And I think... The reason I've been able to do that, my kind of golden secret, if I can give a golden sort of nugget to um, the people listening, is to have a real niche. So if you stand out from the crowd because no one else does what you do, which is what Pudding Bridge is, mm. if, if bloggers need something, if someone needs a quote on something specific, then there is no one else they can go to. So they have to come to me for a sequin tablecloth for a you know shoot for a magazine because there really is no one else that can supply them the level that I can Hmm. and so I think um yeah I think it's about kind of standing out and Hmm. I think um it's about being a real expert in your field but in a really small niche Mm -hmm. so when you say blogging you mean appearing on other blogs on other blogs yeah we do have our own blog but we do um we we have been very fortunate to be on the majority of the UK's leading blogs Brilliant. within the last year on a regular basis, actually, which is really lovely. And I think, you know, Pudding Bridge is known for its excellence to its customers, but also its excellence to other suppliers. And we're really supportive of people that want to do shoots or, um, you know, open days at venues because that means that our products get exposure. So it works really well. Yeah, it's amazing, amazing. And and finally, what's um which mm. book has had the biggest impact on your business or life? You know, same thing when you're an entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah, I um there are two books actually. Am I allowed to have two? Yeah, of course, yeah. Yes. Um my the biggest the book that made the biggest impact on my life was Memoirs of a Geisha, which is one of my favourite all time books. It's the most amazing book i read it at university and in fact i based 
because I did a fashion design degree, I based my end of year collection on Memoirs of Geisha, and I just love, love, love that book. Me too. Amazing. In fact, I should read. I should reread it. And um, I'd really love to go and visit the places in the book and to see if what I felt when I was because obviously I only read it when I was maybe 19 or 20 so I was really young and it made me really realize that that there are so many cultural differences and it kind of really opened my eyes to something very different because I grew up in a really small village in in Bath and um although very nice you know it really opened my eyes to kind of the opportunities in the world and the kind of interactions between different people and the cultural differences. And I found it so mesmerizing. Mm. Um, so I love that book. And the second book, which um, has pushed me forward as an entrepreneur is Boss Babe, which is um, writing so books. Boss, it's called Boss Babe. Okay, Boss Babe. Sophia, yep. I've forgotten what her surname is, but she's amazing. And she really built a brand from scratch. And I read it, uh, last Christmas and I literally could not put it down it was the most amazing inspirational story and I think again that's one of those books that you inhale because it's so fast-paced and so moving and so conversational you know it really feels like she's talking to you mm-hmm. so it made me reach for the stars and not want to look back because where she's come from and where she's got to is just amazing and it she felt really real and felt really genuine yeah. um, in ways that I think sometimes other female entrepreneurs don't feel that way for me. Because mm, yes. I'm quite a girly girl. You know, I'm quite a feminine person. I quite, and I find some entrepreneurs, some female entrepreneurs just, just don't really hit the mark for me. But she really, really does. I think she's absolutely amazing. Oh, that's brilliant. I'll definitely look that up and uh, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll include the link in the, in the email. And yeah, do. Those are all the questions we have. And uh, I just want to... Thanks so much for your time. Pleasure. It's been lovely. And that's all for this week's edition of Mindful Sales. By the way, I'm just getting rid of a sore throat, which is why my voice sounds an octave deeper than the interview. Anyway, a few thank yous. Thanks, Helen, for taking time from your busy schedule. Really appreciate it. And thank you, lovely listeners, for your time too. And, And I have to thank my cat for not howling in the background. It's really hard to edit out cat meows. You can learn more about Helen and Pudding Bridge at puddingbridge.co.uk. That's puddingbridge.co.uk. You can follow Helen on Instagram and Twitter on Pudding Bridge. That's at Pudding Bridge, obviously. And I absolutely love hearing from you, so get in touch. You can find me on Twitter, Anis, A-N-I-S-Q-I-Z, or through my website, mindfulsalestraining.net. And you can subscribe to my free newsletters at mindfulsalestraining.net. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. And until next week, be curious and share your passion with as many customers as you can. And I can't wait to spend more time with you. This is Annie Kizzelbash signing out for now.